אתם עם SBS בעברית. שלום אוסטרליה. The funerals of seven people who were shot and killed in a terror shooting attack near a synagogue in Jerusalem's Naveyakov neighborhood on Friday night took place last night. Tens of thousands of Israelis at demonstrations around the country delayed their protests against changes to the legal system in order to honor the victims. They lit memorial candles and offered prayers, speaking of the unity of Israelis and their shared grief on such occasions. They also prayed for the recovery of the wounded, three people in this attack and two others in a separate attack during the day. The terrorist, who has been identified as Al-Kamkhairi, 21, a resident of East Jerusalem with no prior terror-related offences, came to Nebeyakov and opened fire just after 8pm. He first shot an elderly woman in the street, then shot a motorcycle rider before reaching the Ateret Avraham synagogue and opening fire at people outside. Two of the victims were a couple, Eli and Natalie Mizrahi. Eli's father Shimon said the pair had gone outside to try and help those who'd been shot and were killed by the terrorist at point-blank range. After his rampage, Khairi fled the scene by car towards the Palestinian neighborhood of Bet Hanina, just several hundred meters away, where about five minutes later he was shot dead by officers who were called to the scene. Maged David Adom said its medics declared five victims dead at the scene and another two victims were declared dead at hospitals in Jerusalem. After the shooting, Hamas spokesman Hazem Qasem lauded the attack saying it proved the resistance knows how to find the appropriate response to Israeli crimes. Palestinian Islamic Jihad also praised the massacre. National Security Minister M.K. Itamar Ben-Gvir visited the scene and told a witness, I hope we'll soon change the policy regarding weapons. There need to be weapons for more civilians. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, speaking after visiting the scene, called the attack one of the most severe we have known in years. Our hearts are with the families. I commend the police officers who took action so quickly. We must act with determination and composure. I call on people not to take the law into their own hands. He added, I call again to the citizens of Israel, do not take the law into your hands. We are not in the days of the Jewish underground. We have a sovereign country with an excellent army, government and security forces. In the second attack, a father and son were shot outside the old city of Jerusalem on Shabbat morning. The attacker was 13-year-old Mohammed Aniyat from Silwan. He was shot and wounded by armed members of the group he attacked. Speaking after Shabbat, Jerusalem Mayor Moshe Leon said that the issue was not punishment or response, but that incitement, particularly through social media, needs to be eliminated – and that the education of Arab children in Jerusalem needs to be within the Israeli education system where values such as tolerance and value for human life can be taught. The European Union issued a statement saying, The European Union is horrified by yesterday's appalling terror attack in a Jerusalem synagogue that killed at least seven people and left many injured as they attended Shabbat service, and by this morning's attack in East Jerusalem, which left two victims injured, one seriously. The EU strongly condemns these acts of insane violence and hate. These terrible events demonstrate once again how urgent it is to reverse this spiral of violence and engage in meaningful efforts to restart peace negotiations. We call on all parties not to react 
to provocations. There was another shooting incident in the Jordan Valley last night, but there were no injuries. The incidents occurred after the deadliest raid in the West Bank in years on Thursday. IDF troops entered the Janine refugee camp to foil imminent attack plans by a local wing of the Palestinian Islamic Jihad. The military said the raid against the cell's hideout apartment in the camp was launched following accurate intelligence given to the army by the Shin Bet Security Agency. IDF officers said this squad was a ticking time bomb. If we didn't act, they would have. Troops used shoulder-launched missiles and other explosives against the hideout in a tactic known as pressure cooker to try and flush out the wanted men. Nine Palestinians were killed. Among them, Majida Obed, 61, who lived some metres from the house, holding members of the Palestinian Islamic Jihad cell. Her daughter said she was killed while looking out of her window at the fighting. The Palestinian Authority announced on Thursday that it was halting security coordination with Israel in response to the raid. A Palestinian official said the PA also plans to file complaints with the UN Security Council, International Criminal Court and other international bodies. Saleh al-Aruri, deputy leader of Hamas, vowed that Israel will pay the price for the Janine massacre. Our resistance will not break and our response will come soon. Seven rockets were fired at Israel from Gaza on Thursday night. Four were intercepted by the Iron Dome anti-missile system and three others fell in open areas. Several other projectiles fell inside Gaza. The rocket fire triggered warning sirens in several communities and towns near the border. A second barrage of rocket attacks, intercepted by the Iron Dome, came as Israeli jets carried out a series of bombing raids in response. The military said it targeted an underground facility where rockets are manufactured in the Mahazi refugee camp in central Gaza. It said the site was in an area surrounded by residential buildings and 180 metres from a storage facility maintained by UNRWA, the United Nations Relief Agency for Palestinian Refugees. There was a tense calm on the Gaza border on Friday as both sides appeared intent on avoiding an escalation into a full-scale war. Yesterday, the IDF deployed three additional battalions to the West Bank amidst the heightened tensions. Defence Minister Gallant held an assessment with military chief Herzi Halevi, Shin Bethead Ronen Ba and other defence officials last night. The Security Cabinet then convened to discuss what measures might be taken. Police said yesterday that 42 people have been arrested in connection with Friday's deadly attack in Neveyakov, many of them relatives or acquaintances of the terrorists. Prime Minister Netanyahu and Finance Minister Betsala Smotrich held a press conference on Wednesday where they defended the government's proposed legislation changes. The Prime Minister said, Our efforts are to strengthen Israeli democracy. Not only will proposed legislation not hurt the economy, it will strengthen it. Prime Minister Netanyahu flew to Jordan on Tuesday to meet the Jordanian monarch in their first meeting in over four years. Netanyahu promised King Abdullah II that the status quo on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem will be preserved. The next day, National Security Minister Itamar Ben-Gvir vowed to continuing visiting the site regardless.
President Yitzhak Herzog declared Israel's commitment to equality and justice in a speech on Thursday to the European Union lawmakers in honor of International Holocaust Remembrance Day. Speaking at NATO headquarters in Brussels, President Herzog said the Iranian threat is now at Europe's doorstep, and he said that Israel expects the international community and NATO to take action to stop Iran. About the fighting in Janine, Herzog said that a terrorist squad on its way to a terror attack in Israel was blocked and eradicated by Israeli military forces. We will continue to act and prevent terror wherever it may be, with no compromises, ifs or buts. Herzog also referred to the war in Ukraine, saying our hearts continue to go out to the people of Ukraine as they defend their homes and their country. This is Peter Jones-Pellach reporting for SBS Radio from Jerusalem. Ikvu acharenu, ve'afitzu otanu derech dafa Facebook shelanu. <laughs>